0: do make it matter, got good things, got you, hoops, and everything, get back, never get back too soon. Are you lonely? Are you there when I'm not in the room? Are you lonely? Only a part of this when you choose.
1: Hello and welcome to the Point of Difference podcast. I'm your host and coach of the Terrace Crew, Matt Ricks. Well, we're running, in, we're into the run home, all the origins done and dusted with only five t- five rounds to go and, and one, uh, and and us heading into NRL Supercoach head to head finals. It's all on the line. And here tonight to talk us through it are a couple of blokes who are very, very experienced and very, very highly ranked, I might add. Uh, our first guest tonight is coach of the Casper Needers and 2014 third place overall finisher, all the way from London, Dan Ricks. Dan, welcome back to the Pod Pod.
2: Thanks, Matty. I always like when you host. You you tend to bump me up to that first place, which is uh which I think I think on pedigree is is good. But uh, I'll tell you what, I'm very jealous of our other hosts. I've never I've never seen him in this sort of form in Supercoach ever. It's just every week, back to back, big scores, can't stop him. Riding the coattails a drinky. Uh, but you know, it's uh my team's just plodding her along. I'm still I'm still on an upward spiral in the top two thousand and uh yeah, looking forward to
1: talking talking all things supercash today. Uh, you've alluded to our second guest there, and yeah, look, he's he's leading the pod pod group. He's up into about seven hundredth overall. Uh, he somehow managed to sit um, second leading two RF um, scorer for the year, Britton Accor on the weekend in favour of Will Kennedy. So uh, it's a big welcome to the pod uh, coach of tubes as pods tubes tubes. Talk me through uh, how that one worked out and how blessed you are.
0: Just just a couple of. Uh... Clarifications: uh, Six oh eight ranking, Matt. Uh, not in the seven hundred. So top seven hundred. Uh, but uh, the just, just, a, just have to. Sometimes you have to go with your gut. Um, and Kennedy over Nicaragua was was a bit of a gut call, uh, <laughs> and uh, and just happened to get by. <laughs> Tell the true story. Yeah, well, I was, I was, uh, I was, yeah, I was in one of my cash head-to-head leagues. I was, uh, I'm, I'm leading the league overall in points, but somehow I'm outside the top eight in the head-to-head comp, which I want to go well in as well. And and I was coming up against a matchup against someone, and I was, and once um, uh, Nana and I went down injured, I was gone basically, and my only my only possible way of Coming out of it was playing Kennedy and hoping Kennedy somehow outscored Nicaragua and Garrick. Um, so I made the made the made the swap, and then talked to Jono and a few others about it and realized it was pretty dumb and a bit risky. But then I just forgot to swap it back off before <laughs> game time. <laughs> I forgot that I'd actually made I'd press the it's button. I thought I was just considering it, and uh, so
1: so you forgot to do it. And Nicaragua and Kennedy beat Nicora and Garrick combined
0: yeah Nicora got thirty six Garrick got sixty nine and i i didn't i' don't, i don't i lay i've i'm any pot in and i'd lay and i didn't play Nicora and uh and uh kennedy got 100, 112 or something so beat them both
1: incredible um well done well done tubes. you've gotta ride the wave because uh, it, it sure as hell won't last so
0: good luck i don't to know
2: you. i don't know we've been saying that for a few rounds now and he's just he's just kicking goals every week so
0: yeah, I was pretty happy two trades last week. I went hop have I've decided to antipod hop good, which I think we'll talk a bit more about antipods later on. And I brought in Murray, uh, nice score for Murray. And uh, and my other trade um, was something else. can't remember, but it was pretty good.
2: <laughs> pretty good. Uh, that's that's not, how good you go.
0: Whatever it was, I don't know. Uh, I, bought in, I, bought in, I bought in Cleary. I, I <laughs> used that money, money to upgrade to Cleary.
1: That guy. All
2: I- right. I certainly remember my two trades. Both were uh both were full backs. You still you're still 100. dwelling on this. Steaming. I see steaming. But uh,
0: got rid of Kennedy and Gutho for, for two others. It's, a, it's yeah. It's yeah. A beauty.
2: I think long term it's looking good. Short term it was horrific. But uh, still got out of the week, okay. All
0: right,
1: let's get into our updates for the week. So Queenstown update to begin with, uh me and Dan versus Tubes and the Podfather versus Chris and Jono in a best score of the week uh, wins type scenario. Now, Dan, we're gone, so that's we don't need to talk to us. But there is a lot of interest for the teams at the top. So, um, Tubes, you actually tied with Jono this week, so no movement. You remain ahead.
0: Yeah, we literally got the exact same score, um, and johnny has been sneakily climbing the ranks himself the last few weeks, and I think he's got a few trades up his sleeve. So he's he's coming home like a wet sail. Uh, but he, <laughs> do you mean uh, with a wet sail? <laughs> I don't know what the uh, it's uh, the, the exact saying is, but um he's he's coming home <laughs> and uh and and but me and the Podfather are seventy three overall. The Podfather had a bit of a down week again. And he's, I think he's dropped in the rankings down to the 400s. 301. 301.
1: Still pretty good. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, our, our Pod Pod chairman's uh, overall group, uh, so the leader there uh, is, still is coach of cheese, Sammy Nick. Nick's ranked 52nd over there. Also really good job for Nick there. And he is now 54 points clear of uh, Birdman's Bullets, Craig. So... Still, all to play for there. Still got a fair few in the running there. Still got probably three, three to uh, maybe six people who could still take that down. So, best of luck, punters. Um, All right, let's get into tonight and its analysis. And boys, um, I thought we might change up the the run sheet a little bit tonight. Usually, we obviously go through the positional analysis, but given we're at the pointy end of the year, and that's not the most relevant way to analyze the week. Um, I thought we might get into some topics just to kind of break break down. And I've got about six or seven of them, so um, we'll get cracking. First off, I wanted to talk through your own individual team dilemmas, and, and hopefully, resonates with with uh, with the audience out there. Dan, I'll start with you. What's the big dilemma for your team that you're facing this week in round 22?
2: Well, for me, it's I'm without a second front row forward, so AFB on the uh, on the buy this week. I've only got Tapané at at my front row forward, so. <clears throat> I've also got Sonny Luke sitting there on the bench, and unfortunately, with Targo out, it means that Peachy's no chance of. I mean, he's in the starting squad, so I was hoping that PG took that bench spot off him and he would nuff out sooner or later. But uh, not to be. The issue also is I have two trades only, two trades oh, no. left. Uh, big trouble. So I could, I do have enough to get get the likes of Payne Haas, uh, but. Yeah, I'm just not sure whether I just cop the AE this week or, or trade out one of my last trades.
1: How many players do you have? Oh, um, like, play, like playing this week?
2: Yeah, so I think I've got the only ones that aren't playing are maybe Ronaldo and Sonny Luke.
0: No, and your Warriors players. Um, Ronaldo's playing. Ronaldo's playing.
2: Sorry, the only ones that are AE on the bench. So I've oh, got right. I've got twenty I've got twenty players or something. Ellie Katawa now. I've still got Eli Katoa, so that's an interesting one in itself. He's the one I'd be trading out for Payne Haas, but he's going to be a good pod when he gets back to his starting 80-minute role. So do I go pod or just dot it up with, with Payne Haas?
1: Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I That's actually because Catoa is actually a, a bit of an AA nightmare this week himself, given he's on the bench.
0: Yeah, but he's no, he's no more of a...
2: I think he'll get 50 minutes, but he's going to get more than Sonny Luke. Maybe yeah, if he exactly.
0: Time. <laughs> yeah, if yeah, if he's got Sonny Luke on his bench, he doesn't have to worry about any other AE out there. Like, yeah. Luke, at best, is getting 30 with a try assist. Mm. Um, I, but I think – I just think trades are just worth too much. Like I just – I can't – like I, I feel like this is your dilemma this week and if you use your trades – there's still six weeks to go, you're going to have multiple other dilemmas over the next few weeks that are prop- that are potentially going to be, going to be worse. Yeah. I think you need to save the trades. I think Katoa being named is good for you because I think it just gives you more incentive to keep him. You know he's maybe only a week or two away from being an 80-minute player. Yeah, you've got to keep Katoa.
2: I don't know. I like the sound of having no trades left, and then you don't have to worry about this. Lead.
0: Yeah, I reckon you're desperate to get rid. Re- you're desperate to get rid of your trades just so you can ride it home.
2: Just ride it home. Ride it home with a strong squad. That's uh,
1: uh, yeah. and then play the victim when it all goes to shit and you got no trades left. Yeah, just
2: about no trades. Exactly, exactly right. Now I think I'll keep Ellie Katoa. I might work out to maybe uh, if I'll, I'll VC someone. And then if they go really well, I'll just take the AE. If not, I'll probably...
0: You can't do that because I've, I've got the same problem and I'm sure others out there do as well. And Payne Haas is the only viable front row forward option to bring in.
2: Oh, he's
1: playing first game.
0: They're the first game of the round. So you you got to make the decision.
1: What about Mo Fodawaker? Mo, no. Nah. You're not No Mo Fodawaker. No Mo?
2: No, no, so no Fodawaker.
0: So... <laughs> I think, um, <laughs> I think, I I do think though, Dan, the VC, like, as in, it does give you two cracks, like at yeah. which can be big on a weekend like this. You can VC, but you don't know Cleary, do you? Well, you do? <laughs> <laughs> well, you yeah. can VC, you can VC. <laughs> I just mean you get two cracks. You can no, VC. I'm thinking,
2: I'm thinking of bringing in Cody as well potentially, who. It would be a great VC option this week.
1: You got a lot. Of, you got a lot of trade plans for a man with two trades.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm blown um, up.
0: I'm um, I've got a. I didn't have that. I got. I do not have that many problems. Um, that we just outlined. My biggest problem this week is I've got five trades left, and I'm deciding, um, whether or not to bring in. I can't bring in Trell and Cody. Um, And if I bring in, I'm sort of just trying to work out, I want enough a couple of players, but I also want to keep a couple of trades for the run home. So it's sort of balancing out, trying to have some, I got no cash in the bank is my biggest problem. And so I'm trying to work out, do I bring in Cody and then it it leaves me a few hundred K for for my next upgrade or do I just risk it and bring in Trell this week? Um, for 200 k more, which doesn't leave me much cash. But then I've got my three remaining trades to nuff out a couple more players. I think I'm sim- – I'm, I'm sure there's lots of people in the boat of – I think I'm leaning Trell just for the upside. And I yep. think he's going to be a bit more pod than Cody.
2: I I always feel that having a lot of cash on your bench – Feels like you're wasting money a little bit. You're wasting value in your team each week. So I'm I'm pretty keen on always using that cash. So if I if I've got enough cash to go to Trell this week, I think I think he's the better option than Cody. You can play him each week and he can ton up each week, where Cody's probably a player which is still going to be good at this stage because you don't have to play him each week, but he's going to be more of a matchup guy. So I would I would just use all that cash. And then how many nuffs do you have in your team already, tubes? Only one. Oh yeah, you gotta. You'll be. You'll be nothing. One or two more. So I'd. Uh,
1: I'd. I'd upgrade to trell.
0: If I enough one or two more, that's my last few couple of trades. Just how <laughs> many
1: trades you got? I got five. Oh, that's all right. One enough trade is all you need, really.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm basically resigned. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna end up with three nuffs. I think, or two nuffs max. Sorry, three mu- nuffs max. Maybe only two, and then the rest will be playing players.
1: Just looking at your team a little bit, tubes. Uh, you got a, you're fairly Souths heavy. You're going to be in trouble for your grand final that you'll no doubt make. Um, that week you got Cook, Selle, Murray. Uh,
0: you're going to get Mitchell or Walker. Yeah, that's four. And Selle I don't never play anyway. Like
2: pretty heavy though. Pretty heavy.
1: Mm, interesting. We'll talk a bit more about Souths. We got Souths as a specific topic for this week, but yeah, um, interesting one for you there, Tubes. Uh, my team. Dilemmas this week. I actually don't really have any dilemmas. I'm pretty happy with my setup. Um, uh, I'll be bringing in uh, Latrell for Jackson Ford, straight one trade. Um, saved a bit of money last week. So looking forward to that. That's an easy one. I really was tossing up whether to do – sar- wanted a if Trell had played last week and dropped the cash, I would have been able to do a Sarko to Walker or Campbell Graham. That's not going to be able to happen now. I don't think holding Osako is the worst though with the Dolphins run. Like they're playing the dogs this week. Hammer back to fullback's really good for Osako. For um so I'm pumped to sort of see what happens there. So look, I'm just gonna to have to swerve Walker and Graham. I think only one of or both of them would so, be really, really good.
0: Yeah, but uh balance the the house is is, yeah. is is back on in the centers inside of Osako with the hammer Yeah,
1: fullback. Yeah. I- I Need my man Brenko. Where's Brinko? I think it's
2: great if you still got a Saka. I definitely wouldn't be dropping him. I think him or, him or Hammer for the run home would be nice. Um I mean if I was flush with trades, I'd even be looking bring in a Saka potentially. He's under six hundred K now, isn't he? So um, yep. with a good yep. with a good run home, goal kicking. The Dolphins just uh, somehow need to score some points, which they have been. Um this- Unexpectedly, so I think he's I think
1: he's a good centre wing option. Tubes, you're looking like you want to vehemently disagree with that opinion.
0: No, I don't. I'm more just thinking this might have to be like your last pod, Dan. I don't think I can listen to your. If I had trades for the next six weeks, (laughs) (laughs) the the, the man that was the most against the hammer and Asako for the whole season. Now, if he had the trades, would bring him in just so in a few weeks' time. If if it kicks off, you'll be reminding us all. Ah. would have brought. I mean, if I had the trades, I don't.
2: I don't think I've. I could have apologized more to the, <laughs> to the hammer.
0: I, you know, I what, definitely you know got what, him wrong
2: early season. He's he's been incredible.
0: It'd be an ultimate apology if you brought him in now with one of your last two trades. Yeah, for the run could
2: home. do might do might do that. Antipod, couple of the South boys, and bring in a few dolphins. That could that could work.
1: It's one. If we had awards, that'd certainly be quote quote of the year. Hammer. What is it? What was it? Hammer fears contact. Yeah. Avoid no avoids contact. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Sorry, yep. sorry, Hammer.
1: Sorry, Hammer. Proved you wrong. <laughs> you got, he's, got a, you got a, he's got a picture up. You got a picture of me up on his locker. <laughs> 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 oh God. Um, I'll just just on the team dilemmas. Finally, one I got. I got one. Like I'm weighing up this trade. Like it's it's sideways in cash value, but I don't think it's a sideways trade. Jacob Preston to um, Cam Murray. As a second trade, it would leave me with three trades for the rest of the run home. What do you guys think about that one?
0: I love Cam Murray. I honestly, I mean, I brought him in last week for Hopgood. It was a little antipod downgrade option, and everything I was hoping to see from Cam Murray was was what I saw in that game against the Broncos. It, it apart, it was a real stop start game, so I don't actually think it suited him that much. And Cook, um, but. He he was taken on the line a bit more. He had the offline offload back out. There was no hands on hips, uh, and he was still going out the back, don't get me wrong, but it just felt like he was much more involved. And South's run home, whilst it's easy, they do the – the, the top four is – they've got to win. The top four is crowded, they, so they have got to win.
1: They're not even in the eight. They're not even in the eight at the moment.
0: Yeah, but they want – I think – what I mean is they, they need to win to get to the top four, Yeah, and and they're going to have to win well in a lot of these games as well.
1: And it won't be worth – they've got to win big. Yeah. Is it
2: completely sideways, Matt, as in price-wise, or are you making cash?
1: No, I'm making like 20 grand or something.
2: No, I mean Preston's been great. He's been great. He's an 80-minute back rower who's scoring tries. Uh, Dogs also have a very good run coming up. Uh, Preston looked particularly good uh, earlier in the season against Canberra, Uh, that right edge of Canberra faltering. So I I think it's too sideways. I don't see Murray as that top echelon. You just must play him each week. He's not a captain option. I think he's a pretty similar option to Preston. So if you're not making cash on it, like last week was perfect with tubes making – Really good money Hopgood down to Murray because Murray can match Hopgood now, that's no problem. But I don't see it as a sideways flip from from Preston. I'd probably just hold him and and look elsewhere. Get it, get more of a bit a bit more premium in the centre wing or, or halves if you if, if you can.
1: It keeps it's more the like the get, keep the trade as well. So four like to have four trades left with four NCOs is pretty good. Like that, that could be very valuable come around twenty six and twenty seven. So yeah,
2: yeah, and then you also have less cash in on the buy round with Souths when you when you bring an intro as well.
1: Yeah, so I have to play one of one of Preston or Cook. So that'll be an interesting sit start, and we'll talk a bit more about that as well.
0: I think it's but, worth mentioning, and we'll talk. I'm sure we'll talk, but I, I still do like the Antipod play if of a, of either Nicora as or as a downgrade or or Hopgood as well. Could be an option. Jumping the gun in their tubes. Let's, could go
2: Nicaragua. I'd go Nicaragua before Preston, I think.
1: Yeah,
0: let's let's just get
1: to the antipod section. All right. Boys, call your jets.
0: What about Andrew King? Put him in the circle. Put him somewhere. He's too good for this game. Well, the juggler! The juggler's come out
1: at Brookie. Um, our next topic is South Sydney Rabbitohs. So they're probably the most relevant team um, for the remainder of the season. From this point, they play West Tigers this week, uh, then they play Cronulla, St George, Newcastle, a bye in round 26, and they finish off the year with the local derby versus the Roosters. Um, how, like Dan, I'll start with you. We kind of touched on it, but if you're a if you're an overall player probably don't really care too much but head to head players need to be very careful with their south picks do they not
2: yeah yeah obviously round what, round 26 buy uh final <clears throat> final game for the head to head players it's all about team balance i think with these buys this year if you've got trell cody cookie aj graham like who are all great kind of options for the run home now it's just going to leave you so short for that for that last game uh so i i don't know i think it's just all about how much investment you've got in south like cash wise so if you've got say Murray Cook and then a and then Trell i think that would be reasonable i'd say probably you don't want more than 3 premiums from south
1: yeah and then a lot a lot will have Munro as well who is obviously enough or just basement dollar yeah. you're never going to play you know you're only going to play him on matchups anyway
2: no you wouldn't um, you wouldn't count that as your team value or the the investment you've got for that for that round so i'd i yeah say probably 3 max premium dollar guys that you want from souths uh and then if you've got maybe m- maybe 4 but i wouldn't go above that
1: Jubes, can you give me a counter argument to say why like south's run is so good that you know it can't really have too many bunnies um, and you kind of just can get through round 26 as it comes. And, you know, if you've got to trade up your sleeve, trade one of them out then.
0: Yeah, I think the whole point Dan just made is rubbish. Like, um, it, why why would you hold – like, why would you just have Latrell, Cook and Murray? Uh, like, you can have Cody, you can have Campbell, Graham. You could potentially have a pod in Matangi. They literally play the Tigers, the Sharks, who – just had thirty put on them against Manly, um, in the first half, or twenty four in the first half. Then they play uh, the 30. drag. Then they play oh, no, the no, yeah, twenty four. Sorry. Then they play the Dragons. Then they play the Knights, and then they have the buy. So they have four games where those players. I I think it only comes down to trades. I, I think you you wouldn't want to. I think you can hold four. You could even maybe hold five of them if you really wanted to go all in on the run you just might want to have one or two trades up your sleeve for the round 26 and round 27. Um, even then, they play the Roosters in round 27 after the bye, which isn't, you know, the the best matchup in the world as it stands. And as, I, as we talked about before, they have to win these games. It's like, and they have to win them well. They are currently coming uh, before the start of this week. Where are they on the ladder? Like they're
1: they're ninth, aren't
0: they? They're ninth. They're ninth on the ladder, and their differential is only plus seventy six. Whereas the Storm is plus seventy one, and the Warriors is plus one eleven. It sort of goes on from there. So they have to win basically every game and win pretty well. I don't think you can overstock Rabbitohs. Um, I <laughs> think it's. I think you just deal with it in that round. And and if as long as you have got twenty three. 22 23 players you you can get should occupied. be right yeah yeah
2: see. Yeah. we'll see who has trades left in round 26 <laughs> Chiefs. this is good advice you're giving people right now it's like six well, or seven rabbit they can't even feel to 17 they've got no trades left like
0: dan most people have most people have more than five or six trades
2: mm, okay it's it's a long way away still but I, I just don't think they will. And I I would say four peop four max South players would be would be what you I reckon
0: at. I'm gonna have five. I've got four I'm gonna have four this weekend. I reckon I'll have five by round twenty six South players.
2: With with the potential of dropping some for that round twenty six or
0: I don't know. I'll figure it out when I get there.
2: It's probably like over two and a half million worth of cash is on the buy that week.
0: Yeah. Look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. It's. I just think it's worth. I think you. Hopefully, you can trade some out. I just think their Mm. run is worth it over the next over the next four weeks.
2: I think potentially I will have to look at the games. If they've got day games, loads of day games, then like you can carry three um, backs from Souths, like because then they can score score loads of points. But uh, yeah, I just I just think you need a bit more team balance than having five or six
1: players from the same side.
0: I don't know where 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 are you landed, Matt? You're the adjudicator on this.
1: Oh, I'm just sitting back enjoying it. I'm just giving you two a bit of space, you know. It's one hot tamale in there in the in yeah,
2: the, in yeah. The yeah, you're dodging the punches and they're landing straight at straight on my chin at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll,
0: Saturday Ava both... game, Sunday Saturday Ava game against the Dragons, Sunday Ava game against the Knights for the bunnies.
1: It's pretty juicy. Look, I think Dan makes some valid points about balance, but I also think that they're less relevant in round twenty six than um, than the rest of the year. So, like, I, I think like Dom has some good tubes has some good points around the um, like they have the best run, they're one of the best teams. You want the you want their players in your team. Um, I wish that I didn't have Cookie. Like I'd rather
0: one of their other. I'd rather anyone yeah. else but Cookie. I'd rather Campbell Gray than them. Harmay <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 They're not sure Harmay Ceiling. Yeah. Uh, I'm,
0: I'm, but I'm happy. I'm happy to take the AE from Harmay that week. I think on the
1: Harmay. has Hame, been a good source of content this year. Like Harmay or Baye. Hame Ceiling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's he's heading back. He's Flano's first uh marquee signing for the Dragons. Is he gonna the Dragons, is he? Yeah, Marquee signing from Flano, back to the Dragons. Yeah, he, he's a Dragons Jr.
1: Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um all right, let's move on from South. So that was good. That we'll just let the let the listeners decide for themselves. But I think you both put forward good arguments there. Uh trades. So I think there's a pretty big wide range of trades tubes. You and I've got five. Dan, you've got two, as we'd spoken about. Um, Dan, I'll start with you. You can you can be the um, uh, protagonist here on on why it's good to get rid of your trades. Like obviously, you would prefer to have trades in the bank, but do you think there's any point in saving them, or you will just be kind of using them at the earliest opportunity?
2: Uh, I think it depends on your ranking, really, and what you're kind of looking for at Supercoach this time of year. I think if you're if you don't really care too much um, about your rank and you're just kind of looking for a big top score each week, I think you can burn the trades. Uh, It really comes down to like, we know there's going to be injuries and probably people getting rested back end. So your team's going to be in trouble if you don't have trades. Uh, But that's, that's the situation I'm in. If I was well up the ranks and I wanted to kind of be a bit more conservative, like the trades are just going to be golden. So I, I would be very astute with my trades at this time of year, particularly because most teams are stacked now with 18, 19 players who are who are close to premiums. So I'd I'd really save as many as possible if I if I was right up the top,
1: say top fifty, top hundred. I feel like um well, I don't know, this is what I felt like personally, Tubes, but I felt like it's been easier to get to your final team this year, um, without using all your trades.
0: I think so, but I think because of the way the buyer schedule worked and you are looking for those upside players I feel like there's at least my team and, and looking around there's still just a bunch of players people have in their team that really you, they're not premium top 23 players that are able to be nuffed out like examples like I've got Sione Katoa like he's worth 520k i i'd never want to play him in my 17, 511 k never want to play him in my seventeen he's not worth enough to mm. to to go to to go to another gun so i sort of need to nuff him out but then it's a it costs you a trade to nuff someone out as well so it's it's just i think i think i think it's been easier this year for people to get to their core nineteen players it's sort of what do they do what's what do team people's look like for that final sort of three or four players in their squad.
1: Mm, interesting. Yeah. I I think there's legitimacy to both you, both options. And, and like Dan said, it's very team dependent. Um, I think if you can hold the trades, like with the buys, like especially Souths having the buy and Parramatta having the buy in the last two rounds, like you could actually be able to swap some of those players out to teams who have really good um, fixtures in the last two weeks. So... Like I'm, I'm kind of warming to that. If I use one trade this week on trail, and then I have four trades for the last for the last month, and and hopefully can make the most of that. So, I've never had trades at the end. Like literally, I think I've run out of trades at least by now every season. So
0: I don't know what to do. Like I've, I've I'm feeling pretty highly ranked. I want to keep going. Well, I think I've usually sort of lost a bit more interest by this time of the year, and just worry about my head to head. And so, uh, but. but I, yeah, it's going to be weird not being able to, not tr- not making a trade or a move every single week. It just comes down to who you're vice-captain and captain in or who you're sitting and starting.
1: All right. Um, I wanted to talk about nuffs, but I think we've kind of covered it that you need sort of one to two at a bare minimum and maybe three if you can swing it any more than that. Four is probably the absolute max that you want. Um, probably just not enough detail to go into there. So I'm happy to happy to swerve that one. Let's get on to pods, um, boys. So I just wanted to go through some of the best pods that, you know, if you're looking to jump some rank this week. Um, these players, tubes, what criteria we put on them? All under um, sort of 10%, 20%, 20% owned in the top 1%, I think.
0: Yeah, so I think the filter we put on it was... Uh, the, definitely the, the top 1%, there's plenty of people, uh, at the moment that are just ghost teams that obviously aren't making trades. So, um, we've, I've, uh, used the super coach gold and basically under 20% owned in the top 1%. Yeah. We're so if you, if you're, if you're, pod. if
1: you're in that top 1%, I know there's a few listeners in the top 1%, um. That yeah, if you if you if you want to make it into that top one percent here, it sees here are some of the options we think that might be able to get you there. Uh, all right, I'm just going to throw them at your boys, and I want to hear your argument. Tubes, I'm going to start with you because this boy was on your list, and you own him somehow. Uh, Matt Tamoko, Canberra Raiders. Uh, tell me a bit about Maddie.
0: Like, I brought him in for the buy round against the Dragons, and I like other than. I'm happy with bye. He has just been like, he's looked unbelievable the last two games that he's played. Like literally every time he's touched the ball, he's made a 10 to 15-meter run. He's made a couple of tackle breaks and he just looks dynamic. They've got a pretty nice run. So they got the Knights this week, a Saturday game in Canberra. They then play the Tigers next week on a Sunday afternoon game in Canberra. Um, they, then they have the storm, but they also have a matchup against the Bulldogs in round 25, again, a Sunday afternoon game in Canberra. And then they finish the year on a Sunday afternoon game against the Sharks, which will be an important game. So I just think as a pod, he's a huge map. He's a huge matchup player. Uh, I'm going to be holding him for the run home and, and playing him on matchups. I think he's got a big ceiling.
1: Dan, Scotty Sorensen is a man who's been completely under the radar all year, and he's still only point-something percent owned in the top 1%. He's 600K. Um, you were telling me a stat before about he's, he averages almost 80 when he plays 80 minutes. Like, he's just a hes a bit of a beast.
2: Yeah, Scotty Sorensen, big surprise packet for the year. He's, he's pretty much guaranteed that 80-minute spot now on the edge, uh, and he hasn't looked back. Uh, so I, I think he's a great pod. At 600K, you could even downgrade the likes of hop good uh, and make 80K. Uh, if you're flush with trades, that's a, that's a great option going forward because just that power of rotation looks absolutely stacked now. But uh, if you're looking for a fourth or fifth second row, the, the only reason I say that is because most people have at least three three to four premium second rowers already, uh, but certainly a great option. They, I don't think it matters too much on the draw as well. Obviously, it's going to be nice when Penrith play. The lowly teams, but I don't think it matters too much for Penrith. They're going to be they're going to be running hot back end of this year. He's going to be playing eighty, lots of lots of chances to attack, uh, and his base work's been very good. So yeah, definitely a great pod option.
0: Yeah, I'd love to get Scotty Sorensen. He's only scored four tries this year too, as well. Mm. And what did he score? Three in one game or two? In no, one only game? two. and he got one hundred and seventy-five, had a few. His,
1: line P- his ppm and... his his ppm is one point zero three. And like he's played sure. a lot of eighty minute games.
0: Yeah. Base points per minute would be very good as
2: well, I think. He's probably averaging around thirty tackles. He he's making twenty points in right just runs alone. So like super base at fifty and a lot of upside in that Panthers team at full strength.
1: Surely the best like best rig in the NRL as well. Like probably beast nice of tan. Beast, of, beast of a human, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Someone who was back with the bang tubes on the weekend was Brian Toto. It actually felt like um, a bit of a relief for non owners when it looked like he looked like he was on for a big 150 there at one point.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think people that bought him in and owned him, he was, I mean, he's still gone well. What did he get? 100 and 104. 104. Um, but it it looked like he was going massive. And that was the week to bring him in. And he just, he didn't absolutely kill it. Um, uh, sorry, last week was the week to bring him in. If you are going to bring him in for the run home and you don't have him, this, I think, is the final week to get him. He goes up against that Sharks left edge, um, which uh, doesn't matter who they bring into the side. They they can't defend down that side. So, um, yeah, it could be a big week for Tottenham. Great option. I think he's a he's a big option. Yeah, I but- don't have the best run like after that, hey, and he hasn't been scoring. Yeah, but he hasn't been scoring huge tries.
1: Yeah. So yeah. He's he's, got, he's getting heaps of tries. He scored six tries in his last four games.
0: Yeah. Small stuff. That's a few. <laughs> <laughs> How's he going for the yeah. whole season?
2: <laughs> Pretty good.
1: His base has been what's down. Like, he's usually basing a lot higher. Yeah,
2: like he, he was a player where you, you'd get one try and he'd be tonning up, basically. With that base and 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 his tackle breaks, I I just can't see how he's an option to switch from. Most people have a lot of premiums in that centre wing now, uh, and a lot of people have fullbacks, goal kicking fullbacks. Like it's a very difficult one to swing him across from one of those guys. But like, and who are you downgrading to bring him in? It's it's really difficult. I like I'm not I'm not getting rid of Greg Marju. Uh, I'm not getting rid of Garrick. Nickel Klotz, these guys. So yeah, I think um I think it's a tough one to bring in, but in saying that he's he's a great guy. You can play every week in your seventeen and and a lot of upside.
1: Someone who's similar price point, Dan, I'll stick with you. Campbell Graham. We kind of talked to him about Souths, but he's like he's undeniably a good pot option.
2: Yeah, for sure. Great pot option. Uh looks looks unbelievable this year. Peaking. Great run. I think I think him if I if I want to get a south player, there's so many on the options, but he would be. It'd probably go Latrell, Campbell, Graham, Cody Walker. That would be the order I would pick him up at.
1: Tubes, my man Dylan Edwards, fullback pot option. Like I I do think probably time might be passed for Dylan. Like if you don't have him already, like you're not buying him instead of Latrell, are you?
0: Um, I know we're sort of up, we're talking up this segment, but um, like yeah. He's not an option. He never was. <laughs> <laughs> just, just just, run home. Good luck for you guys on the run home that, that have brought him in already. I, 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 he's not, for me, he's not good enough as a premium fullback for, for a run home fullback. I, I'm happy right. to be proven wrong uh, for, for your sake. I reckon,
1: uh, like, there's a chance you're right. I'm just hoping he, he comes good.
0: Um. I think Walsh. We're going to get to some of the others, but I think there's a couple of others that are better options than Edwards.
2: I I think you can take on Walsh. I I don't think you can take on Latrell. That was, you know, I had Latrell locked in before he pulled out late last week and I've gone to Edwards instead. Hope really banking on 150 against the Bulldogs, but that hasn't come and now it's it's not looking great. But uh, yeah, I, I think Walsh can, Walsh has got some 20s in him. So I think average wise, I think Edwards can match Walsh, but, Probably not Latrell.
0: Edwards has got a Edwards has got a solid floor. Yeah, but they and but again, I I really like their matchup against the Sharks this week. If you're thinking about any Panthers, oh, it's
1: amazing. They got they got some great games still to come, and like they play Melbourne at Bluebet, like that's still a good game. Like, <laughs> you know, Edwards can still go big in any of those. Uh, we touched on Reese Walsh there. Like, I'd probably rather own Reese Walsh. But I mean Reese Walsh isn't isn't foolproof. They've got a buy and a very tough draw, Dan.
2: Yeah. Yeah. As I said, I, I think I, I owned Walsh earlier in the season. I think I held him longer than most as well and held him for a couple of lowly games. So certainly can go low if he's just not getting involved or, or the Broncos are on the back foot. They've obviously been better this year. Uh, Broncos have been consistent, consistent and, and doing really well. So he's a good option. I I probably think you might have missed the boat now. But I, I mean, I'd prefer if you're looking at the trail over him. I think you got to go Luttrell, even at the prices.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh oh, he's so good. I agree. I, I like him. I think he's the third best uh, fullback option for the run home. Um, he's great to watch. Two. Well, Drinkwater's one. If you, if you, if you have him, <laughs> um, Luttrell's trails two. <laughs> Uh, to bring in, and Walsh, I think, is, is three. You're
1: kidding. You're kidding. Teddy's ahead of Walsh for sure.
0: Oh, well, we can jump on to Teddy. But did you watch that game on Friday night?
1: Walsh is uh, like how – I was is, watching a bit of the cricket and the golf, actually. He
0: he was electric. He somehow got faster in the three weeks that he was off. Like, as in, he looked so good. I, I think he's a – he's, a...
2: he's great entertainment value. He's great to watch. He, he
0: honestly, like, he, he, I think he had the flu or he was sick. He started vomiting, uh, uh, like, and they put him to the wing. He literally would have got 180 on Friday night if he played the whole game at full back. Um, he's going to be a tough non own for the run home. Yeah, but he won't hurt
1: you. Not particularly, anyway. Um, yeah, Teddy, Teddy was back with a bang. Roosters got a pretty nice run. No more buys, critically. Walsh does have a buy. Um, he looked the goods and he's got they've still got to play the Tigers as well at some point. Dan,
2: yeah, yeah, so he's a good option for sure. I, d- I don't know what else to say. He's he's pretty much consistent, he's got the pedigree there. Roosters just need to hit some form. Like, I just, just they, they, they showed a little bit on the weekend, uh, and then faltered in the second half. Like, they were, you know, unbelievable going 30 new up, but. I think if roosters go well, Teddy's gonna be top tier, top top two fullbacks. Uh if they're still floun if they're floundering, then he's gonna he's gonna struggle. So
1: Yep, I agree. Send him off! Send the off! Get him off the field! That was diabolical. All right, let's move on to antipod section um topic. And this is just a, a quick overview of some players who you might look to take on who are highly owned, particularly in the top 1%. Um jubes, let's start with one, someone you don't own, and that's uh, Ruben Garrick, who's currently owned by let's have a look. 92. Hmm. Oh, I'm on, I'm on got my change my filters. 90 92.4% of the top 1% own Ruben Garrick. How how do you feel every week when Manly go around? Are you feeling you know hiding behind the hiding behind the lounge?
0: No, I never feel good to be honest. Um, but in saying that, something is a little bit off. I mean, I know he got that fifty when he got sin binned and whatnot the other week. He's trying just as hard as possible. But even on the weekend against the Sharks, he had a try, he had that line break, um, and was was busy. But he still only ended up with a sixty nine. Um, and and kicked obviously a bunch of goals because they scored thirty points. I haven't obviously looked into it that hard. I what's he priced at, Matt?
1: Six. He's just under six fifty. Bit of an awkward sell price.
0: Yeah, I just don't think he's worth selling. It's just not high enough in pro- value. If he was seven fifty, I'd 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 put tip him up more as an antipod option. If you could downgrade him to. Toto and make a hundred k, then then that would be more feel more worthwhile.
1: I do feel like he's not going to hurt ya until round twenty seven when they play the Tigers. He just doesn't appear like he's got. He's not involved enough in their attack at the moment. Like he's still picking up those attacking stats every now and again, but I haven't really loved him.
2: So you wouldn't you wouldn't captain him this week against the Dragons, like I am planning to.
0: No, I wouldn't. Okay, you could. Just, I mean, I
2: I just I I think Rubens. Uh, he did look a bit busted on the weekend at at some points. Uh, he, I think he took that knock when he went up for a bomb. Uh, yeah. But I, I think he's still a guy that can go huge on his day at fullback if Manley turn it on. He missed three goals on the weekend, which doesn't help a goal kicker. Uh, I think he's he's still super consistent. Looking at the draw, I think you're still playing, playing him at least four out of the six last games. They got dogs into... Tigers round twenty six, round twenty seven. So I don't see any reason to sell Ruben Garrick. Uh, Most you should be probably in your centre wings. People are running five or six centre wings. He's a match up, if not a very rock solid centre wing for the run home.
1: Yeah, I don't really see a situation where you sit him.
0: Dan, all the reasons you just said is why he's owned by ninety two percent of the top one percent. I just the the like you just trying. It's just about trying to get some of them beat. And I think getting him beat is a is a higher possibility than others. Higher than like a higher than like a Maju. Yeah. So you'd
2: sell him before Hopgood? No. No. Wait. It's you'd sell him before Nikora?
0: Well, I think we're about to go through all these ones. Yeah, Dan. let's do it. We're going through them now.
1: This is yeah. a fluid segment. Oh, this is what I'm
2: saying. There's so many people you can antipod, but you're saying that Garrick is
1: a is a definite antipod. pod. Nikora has one Nikora has one bad week and you want to antipod him?
0: Yeah, uh, so if we if we did go through it, I'd I'd have um, out of the ones we're about to go in, and maybe we'll list them at the end. But Garrick would be in my first couple to Antipod.
1: Sure, I don't know where to go now from this. like I wanted to, I want to keep it fluid, you know, just keep it, keep the ball rolling. <laughs> Harry Grant is one who Harry Grant, who's one who's not really getting the job done. You're certainly not bringing him in, I don't think, Dan. Like that ship sailed, hasn't it?
2: Very team dependent, but I want I'd want Harry at six thirty k, in that hooker spot. Yeah, yeah, he can. He's had some thirties this year, but he's also just he's the best hooking option going around. So yeah,
1: but if if you're already running, say like Cookie or, I don't know,
0: who else? Who else is double? Wade, Wait, Wade Egan. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one? No, you- Shame JMK back. Or Tube, is do you own Harry? Nah, I'm a Cookie Egan double. I'm so not, you're I'm not bringing not, Harry, in, are you? No, no chance. No.
2: Well, yeah, Reed Marnie would probably be an upgrade to Harry, I think. Got a got a bulging disc, old Reedy. Bad back. Uh so I think he you, you could definitely bring him in for that.
0: You can't sell Harry. No. Nah. To who? <laughs> it's, it's no, that's the thing. You can't Harry is a mute point. No one's selling him, and I yeah. wouldn't be buying him right now either.
2: No, nah, shouldn't be shouldn't be on the antipod list. I don't it's know.
0: not. It's not. It's My, not worth. It's not worth the uh, the the points differential either way. My number one antipod is Joey Manu.
1: Um, he's seven hundred and thirty nine k, five eight center wing, playing center. I just think his ceiling is just massively capped at about a hundred. Um. He'll still score well because he's a good player and he gets a he gets enough of the ball. But I just think at that price, if you wanted to turn him into like a Cody Walker or um, make some cash via a downgrade elsewhere, like I I think if that's going to service your trades somewhere else, I don't think he's a particularly like I don't think I think his ceiling's capped. That's that's the point.
0: I like that one. Um, I I I think. The only thing that that helps him for me is that dual 5'8 center wing status. Yeah, um, I like that too. That's that's and being able to manipulate that around your team for the run home is is helpful. Uh, but I think as a as a pure center wing, I think you could easily anti pod him. Um, what's he? He's got a break even this week of eighty five, um, and they're playing the Broncos. And as you said, he's seven hundred and thirty eight k. Him down to a Brian To'o against the Sharks and bank that ninety k. I'd be I'd be pretty ha- happy to say that mm. Brian To'o outscores Manu on the way home.
1: Especially if you can put that hundred k to use. Yeah,
2: yeah, and you could just full you could full lay roosters as well. Uh, I I would definitely be more inclined if I had Teddy. Uh, I wouldn't probably wouldn't want to carry Teddy and Manu, so that would be easier. Yeah. But I, yeah, I'm. I'm just looking at it now. He's. I mean, if I can go, I can go Manu for Latrell, and that cool. to me could like be it. good value. Uh, I've got seven. I've got seven playable centre wingers. I've got Alex Johnson as that as the kind of saviour of South going really well. Oh well, no. And then I've got yeah. So just go all in a bit more on South with their run, playing AJ and, and Latrell.
0: Like it. it sounds like it. a beneficial pod. We've talked you into South and uh and getting and antipod in Mana.
1: Mm, yeah. Good call, Matt. Yep. All right. I think that wins it then. Um let's just get onto <laughs> one let's just get onto one big name who I wanna like I have got a pretty firm view here, but Kalen Ponga is now nine hundred and fifty K. Nine hundred and sixty six K. Wow. Can you antipod Kalen Ponga tubes?
0: I think he can if you have the trades um, to make it worthwhile. And what I mean by that is I think he's overvalued now at $965,000. Yes, and gonna... uh, I think you could try to anti-pod him if you were using that money to uh, potentially go to Trell or upgrade to drinky, which I think is a better pod option that can that can outrun him on the way home. And if you had the trades in terms of using that value, but I'm I've got him. I don't have enough trades that I'm going to bother, and I don't think there's another five eight that I want instead of him.
1: I just don't know why you would bother selling Kalen Ponga like now. He's literally the best player in Supercoach at the moment. He can hurt you very, very badly. These are all the things that you don't want from an anypod. Um, I just I don't know. Where a- you, I just don't know where you go with that money. There's not enough good players. Outside of like unless you're getting cleary, unless it's like funding cleary.
2: No. Their run their run is unbelievable. And if you watch the Knights game, Ponga is more dominant than for Knights than Cleary is for Panthers. Like they just go to him non-stop in attack. It's just the Ponga show, basically. Uh so you know, with that run, they got no buys left. They've got dolphins, dogs, raiders. Sharks and dragons left. Like he's just, he could average a hundred.
1: I'm going to, I'm going to put my, uh, my steak dinner that I owe you on the line. And I'm going <laughs> to go course. for another steak dinner. If Ponga, if Ponga doesn't miss a minute for the rest of the year, which unless he gets injured, he won't. For the what do they got six games left? I'll, I'll bet you he averages a hundred or more for that, for those but six that's, games.
0: That's not even my argument, like. Oh,
1: no. I'm, not saying it is. I'm just telling, not I, other, no, I
0: don't i don't want to have a bet on that like <laughs> that's not my argument my only argument <laughs> is that on the basis of like you know probability he's 97.6 percent owned if I had the trades I could look at upgrading him to say a drink water for only 100k who is only 22 <sighs> percent owned and you bank the drink water is going to go even better than ponga for the wrong home and if you happen to get ponga beat. Ie does get injured, it might swing you into, you know, higher up in the top one percent. Honestly,
1: tubes. Honestly, tubes. You've 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 got me with that argument at least. Like I can get around if you can get him injured somehow, and you're in the top hundred. Say if you sell ponga, that is your only chance to win it.
0: Yes, that's what I'm talking about. If you had those trades and and you're really going after it, like it's a huge swing. It's
1: a big, big game theory play.
0: Yeah, that's mm. all I'm saying as an antipod. Am I doing it? A hundred percent, there's no chance I'm selling Ponga for the run home. Okay. You're no, selling we got, Drinky? We, we got there. I'm <laughs> no not
1: <thinking>. <laughs> surely, surely you would Surely you would sell Drinky before Ponga.
0: I would if he was 97% owned. I would hundred percent sell Drinky if he was 97% yeah. owned. He's 22% owned. So why would I sell him? No one can get him in. Like it's a complete opposite.
1: All right, tubes. Let's um, let's let's get to our next topic now. Get getting through these uh, and it's sit starts. So sit starts is always fun. Like every weekend, you've got to decide. There's always at least one or two people that you got to decide if you're going to sit or if you're going to start them. Um, like I'm going to have Cook and Preston this week. That's actually a pretty tough one. I think I'll play Cookie just in case he gets an attacking stat. But um, I wanted to talk a bit about the how you should be approaching sit starts rather than individual sit starts. So um tubes like matchups right like is that the first place you go for certain positions in terms of how you're looking about sitting and starting
0: well I think you I think when it comes down to the final couple of players if there's not much between them I can say that I wouldn't sit Kalen Ponga I know we just had that whole conversation just because he's playing the storm um like it like I think the first place overall person seemed to do um, for some reason this week. Gosh,
1: well, we got to give him the benefit of the doubt that he he didn't. There was some sort of accident there. But he, the, he lost he lost but, internet connection.
0: Yeah, because Ponga. Uh, I wouldn't. So it comes down to maybe he had a head to head game. He had to win. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> imagine that was it. Surely not coming first overall and Supercoach and going for your head to head game. <laughs> uh, the um. Uh, so, like, it really just comes down to like uh, most people are probably going to have like a a Ponga, maybe or a Walker or a Hines sitting on the bench, and they're just auto selections. Yeah, but it just comes down to like your final one or two, and I think matchups is a huge important play. And 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 probably, to be honest, how's your weekend going, and how much you want to swing for the fences? But that Will Kennedy was not having a great weekend, having a bit of a swing to, to to not have a disaster weekend as well.
1: I think it's important, though, to understand that, like, I mean, we we'll, we'll give we we'll give the leader the benefit of the doubt, but he sat Ponga and Manu. Like, you don't ever sit those guys, ever. Not even, like, there's no matchup bad enough where you would sit Ponga and Manu, Dan, do you agree? Or that calibre mm, of player?
2: Maybe, maybe Ponga against Panthers at Penrith.
1: Just, no, just not at foot, not playing full. Not when he's games.
0: kicking goals. Not when he's but, kicking yeah, goals. Yeah, no, so. not
2: definitely not on the weekend. I wouldn't have wouldn't have laid him. Manu can can go big against the good sides as well. Yeah, I don't think they're the guys that you want to do. Uh, I I look at kind of pod territory as well. Who's like people are obviously going to sit some guys on matchups, um, but you you can get get lucky as well. So
1: I. Yeah, that's when there's not much in, that's when there's not much in it right like if it's a real flip of a coin it is good to look at who's if, if they're like heavily sat or heavily started
2: exactly um, yeah, to I, start. I sat AJ on the weekend which was a bit bit frustrating when he got a, he got awarded four line breaks for basically catching the ball on the wing uh, but yeah and then and then played herbie so it's really tough to make those decisions but I think you've got to look at probably probably day games look at the weather and then uh, probably what what how many pods you have in your team, uh, otherwise, and how many meat and potatoes guys? I'd probably I'd, at this time of year I want to look for as many pods as possible.
1: The the point you make like around, um, uh, like it's it's can be it can be pretty it can be pretty tricky in terms of like the meat and potatoes versus the upside guys. Like yeah, Alex Johnson obviously has the upside, but he's got an incredibly low floor. Like you can't get you can't get too caught up in results of your sit-start decisions either because you're going to get them wrong. It's impo- like it's it's so much down to luck on a week-to-week, but on a one-week basis. You have to go, though, with the probability. And the probability in that game was Herbie would outscore AJ. So, like, I think if that game was on again this week, what would you do?
2: Yeah, I'd go Herbie again. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, like, the outcome doesn't justify the decision, in my opinion. So, like, you do yeah. just have to optimise for points and optimise a bit for ownership and... Um, and the, yeah, like the, how many, like the, it's called like effective ownership. Like it's a term in FPL, but basically how many play what percent of the play, the population are playing them this week. Um, yeah. So, but I, I just think as a principle that like there are some guys who you just never sit, like that are your top tier guys. Like Heinz this week, surely no one's sitting Heinz against Penrith.
0: Good. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you um, who I am thinking about playing is Josh Schuster against the Dragons. As, a, as as my final pod uh, pod play uh, for the for the round, we'll see see how it goes. Sure. Yeah, your
1: I head to head your head to head comps going to be listening here, tubes. Can't give mm. you secrets away too early. Mm. Um, all right, final segment of the week is uh, captains versus vice captains and vice captains. Uh, and this isn't so much as a topic as just what are you guys doing for the week on your captains and vice captains tubes? I will start with you.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty torn. I'm Because uh, I've got Hame Sele, because the Warriors have the buy, and Hame Sele is my third prop, I'm thinking about uh, that's a good option to do an AE. So I'll probably end up doing Luttrell if I bring him in as my VC uh, to loop. And any score over 100, I'd probably be looping. Uh, and then Captain Cleary. Uh, is probably the is probably the other option, but that doesn't work either, does it? Far out. What about drinky, drinky, can,
2: drinky
1: Captain, can you
2: do that?
0: I can um, Drinky Captain's great. I love Drinky Captain this week. But
2: with, with Latrell, with but you can't do it with Latrell. VC, I can't do it with right?
0: Latrell VC. I'd have to VC Cleary. Yeah, VC Cleary and see Drinky. Yeah, don't mind that. But I think bringing in Trail against the Tigers. It really just feels like could be anything type game. It's
1: like a magnet. That's like a magnet for you, isn't it? Like bring someone in, and it's like, how do I get the how do I get the blue banner on them?
0: Yeah, bring him <laughs> in, watch him get one fifty. <laughs> have the have the VC on it.
1: Yeah, yeah I think I'm going the same. Latrell VC, Cleary C. I could really get around Ponga like this week as well. Day game against the Raiders, but I, I think that I think that it's clear, Mitch, If you've got Mitchell and Cleary, that's the combo. Drinky is a very good pod captain, and if I owned him, I would probably be highly considering that day game on the Goldie. He could run a muck there. Um, yeah. That's going to be a very hard watch. Not owning any Cowboys in that game, yeah. Dan. What are you going to do? I think,
2: well, a good good little pod VC would be Cam Munster this week. I think they got uh, Para at home. Got to bounce back after being beaten by the Knights.
1: Melbourne. Does he have the ceiling? To be oh VC? yeah, for sure. Like for sure. But like when. You- like when you've got to run an AE, you reckon?
2: Yeah, definitely. But Munster can go one, go go one fifty. He's a marvel. He's a marvel man. Likes being at home. Likes likes being close to the bottle. So I think um, I think I'll go possibly him VC if I get it. I might get Latrell for that Manu trade and go uh, Latrell VC, and then I'm just gonna go all in on Garrick. Uh, win Stadium, plenty of points on offer.
0: And just a, tight, a, a manly smash up, Dan. Just little, just just my tip. Gets a bit windy, Wind Stadium. Yeah, With Garrick's yeah, goal man. kicking a bit windy. Doesn't matter.
1: Check Willie check weather.
0: Yeah, it's not a it's not a goal kicking paradise. That's for sure.
1: All right, sharks are going <laughs> <get> pu- <Sharks laughs> to get pumped, aren't they?
0: Yeah, clearly he's the captain option. I think. I think you have to. I think he's if if you got him, he's a they're going to smash them. Any any chance Hines is a captain option? No. Nah. No, not this week.
1: Not for me, Clive. Who are you going, Matt? <laughs> I'm going Trell and Cleary um, yeah. unless something drastic happens, yeah. Um beauty. <laughs> yep. All right. That'll see us out tonight, boys. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Bang on an hour. Well done. Uh, Dan, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, Matty. Cheers. Tubes, keep riding the crest of the wave. You beauty. Thanks, boys.